All right, welcome back to Trumbull Dads, another quarantine edition, obviously. Um, probably having a lot of those lately. But anyway, uh, we're here back. We're back. It's been a couple weeks, but we got to talk about some NBA, NHL, maybe some Major League Baseball. We'll see what happens. Um, tonight, we got Rob Finn, and we got Brian BG, alongside myself, via Skype, uh, Nate Moyer. All right, guys. Well, uh, first off, like we usually do, what, what are we drinking tonight? So, Brian, what do you got? What do you got over there? Uh, I've been really hooked on this brewery, New Park. Uh, we got a buddy that uh, grew up around there and said it was phenomenal. Tried it. It's great. This one's called Spectrum. It's a double IPA. Uh, probably one of their better ones that they put out, but they deliver now. So having something of this quality delivered to your home, uh, I suggest you give it a try. Uh, you'll never leave your house. <laughs> Not that you can. So it's probably the best thing going right now. So it's probably the best quarantine beer out there, Connecticut, Connecticut. Oh, no question, no question. Best deal. All right, Rob, and I'm somewhat clean shaven. Rob over there, his beard's gotten a little bit smaller during the quarantine. Uh, what are you What are you drinking over there, Rob? I am drinking OJ from Lone Pine Brewery up in Portland, Maine. Uh, I believe you had uh, seen this before, of my Nate. Uh, it's a good juicy IPA. It's a double IPA, 8.1%, but it doesn't taste like an 8%. It doesn't taste like a double, so it's smooth. I'm um, going outside of Connecticut a little bit, expanding my uh, COVID horizon. I like it. That's a great one. I just had that this weekend, actually. Rob had told me about that. I found it at a brewery somewhere. somewhere somebody on Instagram posted it locally. I immediately asked him where it was from. He told me where it was. I went and picked some up. Uh, I tried my first OJ this weekend. It was fantastic. Um, in that same trip, I actually got the beer I am drinking tonight, which is called Dream Team. So it looks just like the Dream Team logo uh, from the 90s, the basketball team that played in the Olympics in Barcelona. And uh, this is also from Lone Pine in Portland, Maine. So this is good. Not as quite, quite as good as OJ, but uh, quite tasty. This is also a double IPA that does not taste like a double IPA, which is good and bad. So anyway... Boys, we'll kind of start out with, we kind of got sports that are just about ready to get started up. Uh, a lot of the practices have been starting. First off, we're going to talk about the NBA. The NBA bubble is down in Florida right now at the wide world of sports. They're staying at some of the Disney resorts, the teams. So uh, guys, like, what, what, what do you think about it so far from what you've been watching on ESPN, seeing about the bubble? What are your thoughts on the bubble? Rob, we'll start with you. What do you, what do you think? What, what are your overall feelings about it? I do not think this is going to last too long. You already have guys getting COVID down there. You already guys getting, getting food, sneaking out. Um, I think it was a case of guys getting girls, sneaking girls in there. I, I just can't see this lasting. It seems like a, a I almost want to say like a frat party, you know, like a, on a summer away camp. These guys just can't do this. It feels like, I mean, we're, we're barely a week into it. They haven't even played games yet and they're already getting in trouble. Um, I'd be surprised if they if they get this off. I feel like someone's going to get it. And the NBA, you know, they're very close contact on the court. Uh, not necessarily spitting, but he breathing heavy in guys' faces, posting up, going for rebounds. You know, I just feel like it's going to spread quickly. And if one or two guys get it, it they might have to shut down the league. I can't see this going too far. Brian, what are your thoughts? I tend to agree. Um I think it's going to be really tough. I think uh, keeping those guys actually contained in that bubble, 
you know, what's, what's that old adage? You can, can't stop them. You can only hope to contain them. You know, I think that's going to happen with everybody in the league. There's a lot of stuff's going to be going on, and we only have inf- that information because of social media. You know, a lot of that stuff was happening in the Olympics that we never saw uh, or never heard of. You know, when the guys were over there, um, I think them being in the bubble now, where it's just kind of everything they're doing is exposed. Uh, so uh, it'll be interesting to see the the stories come out of what's going on. But I, I think there is a shot of them actually finishing up. You know, I, I think it'll be I think it'll be okay. You know, once these guys start playing uh, playing games, they'll be a little bit more focused on that uh, than they are about the quality of the rooms. I think Rondo called one a Motel Six. Uh, so you know they're not used to those those kind of uh, accommodations, but should be should be fine once they once they get going. Yeah, there was a post today. Uh, I don't know if it was today or tomorrow or t- today or yesterday. Uh, I guess Damian Lillard has a very nice room at the Yacht Club at Disney World. Uh, I guess it's the presidential suite because one of his teammates decorated his door because it was his birthday, and you can see presidential suite written on the door. Um, so, you know, obviously, you know, you see it in Rondo, Rondo probably just has a basic room and, you know, Damian Lillard, he's an all-star, right? He, he got the fancy room. Um, I don't know. My thoughts in the bubble is I, I, I don't know how it's going to work. I think you've got, already got the players that are sneaking out for food. Like Rob said, there's girls that are sneaking in. Like, it's just, I, I don't see it working. I mean, I, I would like to see it happen. Um, I'm excited. Like the Phoenix Suns are in it, which, I mean, they're not going to win the championship, but kind of cool they got invited right it's almost like we're somewhat relevant to the conversation so that's kind of nice that they inv- included those teams but as we'll kind of talk about the nhl a little bit later but the nhl goes right into a playoffs which i think the nba probably should have done just to kind of minimize the amount of time these guys are going to be there um it's got to be tough to be stuck away from your families and things like that for you know some of these players and you know they're going to miss it uh, they're, they got to get out. I think that just they're going to go stir crazy. I think that's what's going to happen. So, um, have you guys seen the practice courts that they've set up though? I don't know if you guys have seen that on social media. Brian, yeah, I've seen that. What did you think? They they yeah. put it in the ballroom, but they put yeah, all the courts those, those next to each other. Rooms. I mean, you basically go downstairs into their basement conference rooms. They set up like three or four courts, and that's supposed to be like where they're going to play. I, I mean, I'm assuming it's just like parquet laid on a carpet floor. I I don't know. I, I don't. I don't see that being of any quality whatsoever. Uh, it, it, part of this seems very makeshift uh, from the NBA. You know, I think they tried to get this going quickly. Uh, I don't know if everything was done properly, um, but you know, it, it looked funny. Yeah, it is. It's definitely. It's definitely unique. I didn't realize that the ballroom ceilings were tall enough. Rob, have you seen those photos yet? Of they put like all the courts next to each other in the big ballroom. So it's like imagine yeah, walking into a ballroom. That's going to be it. ridiculous. That's going to be ridiculous. You're right, Brian. It does look like NHL didn't put much thought into it because I feel like the amount of money that the, uh, the NBA has, they, you know, they could have come up with something a little bit better than this. And you're right. They should not have be having a regular season because one thing, when you have all the teams playing now, it just adds extra exposure. With the NHL going straight to playoffs, I think that's smarter because there's going to be teams that are not in there, obviously, right? And even if it's a handful of teams, they're not going to get exposed, those guys. Because look at like the guy in Sacramento, right? He knows they're not going to make the playoffs. He doesn't care. He's going out. If he gets COVID, he's not caring. He's not worrying about NBA championship because there's no way in hell that he's going to make it to the uh, the playoffs. So 
you know, these half these guys don't even care that are actually playing. So you get that guy. What 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 kind of punishment? You can't punish the guy. And um, yeah, I just think, and you know, the NBA did it the wrong way. Yeah, I mean, you got three or four teams. There's three or four teams that have a chance of winning the championship. Those are the only teams and players that are going to take it seriously. Everybody else is going to go around and do whatever they want. Right. Plus, you have the fact that you could just say, "Hey, let's just get out of here early, so we don't have to be stuck here." You know that that could be a that could be a factor. Let me ask you guys this: What do you think happens? I, I if- don't know if they're going to be like. I'm going to go get COVID so I don't have to play anymore. I don't know if that's really the gamble. No, they're not going to get COVID, but I'm saying I don't know their motivation to keep moving on if they realize, hey, I'm going to have to play the Lakers. We're not going to beat the Lakers. Why do we need to, you know, what's the point in staying here any longer than we have to? But I was going to ask you guys, what do you think happens if, let's just say, like LeBron James, Anthony Davis get COVID? Do you think the Lakers, do you think they just suspend the playoffs and wait for those guys to get healthy again and then restart the playoffs? Do you think they just go with the team that just lost to the Lakers in the playoffs, move that team back in, or do they just forfeit that round and whoever played the Lakers just moves on? I mean, I was just in that scenario. What do you guys think? I mean, I let's think they, just think. I think they just play. They just play. I mean, it's the same as a guy got a hamstring, can't play for a couple of games. Like, you know, it's, you, get, you get sick or you get injured. I, th- I feel like it's the same, same thing. So you think Baseball the Lakers would just play with, the same without way. their two superstars? You think they would just play without them? That's gonna happen. That's, that's you can't stop the, the whole season for two guys. No, but I mean, let's season. just say, like, if, if a majority of the team got it, let's just say you had eight out of your 12 players got it, do you think they pull in some replacements that they find off the, the waiver wire? Oh, they might, have in, roster, or, they might have to roster people. Right. I mean, or I forfeit. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what. Yeah, maybe maybe Magic comes back. <laughs> it, would, it would be interesting. That's going to be an interesting scenario because that could happen to any team. Like, you know, I'd. Obviously, we don't hope it doesn't happen to any team, but if it happened to like a high, um, high talented team like that, like what do you do? I mean, you can't just. I, I don't. I don't know that you could forfeit, but at the same time, like you can't really. You're not going to win, so um, kind of puts a little asterisk next to it. If you were to beat the Lakers, but it's a LeBron and Anthony Davis less, so I don't know about that. But all right, guys. Well, let's move into the NHL playoffs. Um, and so NHL's kind of got the same kind of bubble. They're going to be split in between Toronto and Edmonton, right? So I think the Eastern Conference, Western Conference, they're going to be in Toronto and Edmonton. Um, they're going to start August 1st. Now, this one goes basically right into the playoffs. The first round, I think it's the 12 and the 5 play right away. Uh, I think it's the best of five series. Um, the top four teams, correct me if I'm wrong, Brian, on that, I think it's the top four teams play each other round robin just basically to lock in the seedings for the one and the two. Um, both conferences. Is that right, Brian? You're nodding your head. Yep, yep that's good. So yep. um, yeah, they play. They, so it, nothing's guaranteed. They they play for the top one two. They they see they they play to seed themselves, and then those teams play the winner of the play in. It's gonna be great. Yeah. So anyway, this is I, I've kind of kind of called it March Madness on Ice because you got these teams that are basically coming in, for lack of a better term, cold. Um, because they haven't played, they haven't played right. Yeah, they're playing each other right now for a kind of a training camp. They might get a scrimmage in here or there. Uh, they're basically restarting the season, going right into the playoffs. So you've got teams that probably had no shot at the playoffs that are in there. I think we're talking like the Rangers are an 11 seed. The Coyotes were kind of close in Arizona, but you know they need a few things to go their way before getting back into the playoff picture in the top eight. So they're in there. So you got a, rele- a lot of relevant teams that are now healthy going into this as opposed to teams that are 
struggling or falling or for whatever reason. So anyway, Brian, we'll start with you. What, what are your thoughts on the NHL bubble? And maybe you can compare it to the NBA. Do you think it's going to be better, worse? Um, and now they don't get the luxury of going to Disneyland. They get to go to Canada. And I don't know what the restrictions yeah, are. Off. but They're better off in <laughs> Toronto and Edmonton. It's much nicer up there anyway. Um, yeah, I think the NHL is going to be just fine. You know, I, I think, you know, the, where they lack in their marketing skills, uh, they're, they're doing well by their players and making sure that they're safe. You know, everything that I've read, all the camps and everything, everybody's been fine so far. Um, I think they travel next week. Uh, something like that up to their hub city. So Toronto and Edmonton. Got Toronto with the east, Edmonton with the west. Um, I think it's going to be phenomenal. Uh, I think it's going to be a crazy, crazy tournament. You're going to see a lot of surprises. I think you're going to see a lot of, like you said, Phoenix, um, you know, Coyotes and um, lower-seeded teams that we're trying to get in are going to come in with some momentum or at least get hot or have a hot goalie and go through. I mean, that's what you see normally in tournaments anyway. You know, somebody gets hot, you either get a hot score or a hot goalie, hot, de- you know, defense is playing well. You just get on that run and go. Um, and, and this is the perfect opportunity for a, a lower seeded team to do that. I, I, I know I, the Rangers, you know, they're, they're on their way. They have a good young team that they're going to make a run. I don't think they're going to win it, but they're going to surprise a lot of people. Uh, and then play well next year they just have the right amount of uh young talent uh, and superstars that are just unheard of or, or not household names rather um so we'll, we'll see what that's like but I, I have them doing pretty well in the east it's gonna be a lot of fun yeah i mean i, I think they're playing when they start august 1st they're playing back to back to back games we're starting at noon eastern and i think they the last game is like 10 45 eastern which i think are some of the west coast teams that are playing. Yep. I mean, this is this is basically like March Madness. The Thursday and the Friday of March Madness, when you have games from tip off all the way through the day to the night, um, it's going to be exciting. Dude, I that mean, first week, that first week, there's six games a day. Yeah, it's just it's crazy. Do you know, <laughs> now, do you know what channel they're going to be on? Are they going to be on ESPN? Are they going to be on NBC? Oh, Sports? definitely not ESPN. ESPN hates hockey. They hate the NHL and hockey. <laughs> but um, <laughs> uh, probably NBC Sports will air most of them. Uh, and then I think if there's any kind of overlap, uh, you know, the locals will they'll take it like an NBC Sports local or MSG or something like that. Um, but I think if you've got six games a day, I don't. And, and the way they they spread it out, I wouldn't be surprised if NBC Sports just carries all of it. Yeah, I mean, there's not that or throw much it on sports. CNBC or something like that, like like they do with the the hockey and Olympics. Oh yeah, where it's on every NBC, NBC channel, they'll they'll figure out a way to to put it everywhere. Yeah, Rob, what, what are your thoughts on the NHL? bubble canadian bubble i think it's gonna be i think it's great well first off i think being in canada is a smart move because obviously they have a lot less uh cases up there and i think um exposure is gonna be limited i think hockey they're moving a lot more on ice they're not as direct contact i know they they check and i know this there is some face-to-face but they do have some face guards maybe i'm not sure if they're planning on this but maybe they have the face guards come down a little bit lower like the hockey ones, like the college ones, like the college hockey ones when they go all full face. Yeah, glass. you know, I don't know if they plan on that, but I think there, there'll be less exposure, chance of exposure right now. But I think it's gonna be exciting. Um, like you guys have already said, um, you know, I'm in the Islanders fan, and they were on a seven game losing streak before everything happened. So 
this COVID thing was probably the best thing to happen for the island because they were about to get blown out by the Rangers and they had like a, a 10 point lead on them two weeks earlier. So we'll see. Everyone's going to be healthy. Uh, how many times have an eighth seed gone to a finals or even won it? I think it's going to be really exciting and everyone's going to be well rested. So they're just going to be, you know, going out there sprinting. Everyone's going to be fresh. This isn't like playing 80, 80 games, 80 plus games and going to the playoffs and doing a seven game series and getting tired. And how many times do we see overtime, triple overtime? You know, guys are winded and exhausted when it comes to June. Now they're all fresh. So it's going to be really exciting. I think there's going to be a lot of, a lot of fast play. Um, I think the team and the, the team was the hottest goalie is probably going to come out. So, you know, who knows that, who, who knows who that will be. Um, but I think it's gonna be exciting. I think it'll be fun to see for a couple of weeks. Uh, the first couple of weeks is nonstop hockey and, you know, just mixing with NBA. It's just gonna be a sports overload for everybody. And maybe this is a good thing. Maybe everybody will stay inside for a couple of weeks and, uh, our case numbers will go down a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, I'm on vacation that first week for the NHL, so I plan on watching every single game, and I can't wait. I've got nothing else to do. So It's going to be, be nice. I'm going to go from not watching, I'm not really watching the news, I feel like it's just too depressing, there's not as much baseball, there's not as much sports, I watch a little KBO, I'm just so excited for it. I mean, I, I love watching NHL playoff hockey. Probably my favorite playoff is NHL hockey. Um, now, I, I do have an important question for you guys. So, given the short time, do you think you're going to see the playoff beards for the NHL? Do you think that's still going to stay on this year? Always. Yep. Tradition. NHL is rich in tradition. They're going to have playoff beards. Everything that you're used to, that's what it's going to be like. But like Rob said, they're going to be fresh, and they're going to be fast, and it's going to be hard, and it's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Oh yeah, it's gonna be great. And it's it's gonna come down to I think those first those first few games. Um, it's not necessarily the best team. It gives because you, you might have the best team, but you might have older players. But you might have a younger guy, and those younger guys are gonna be able to um, recover quicker on the first few games. So you might have the youngest, freshest team that wins these first rounds, as opposed to the best team winning the first round. Which that's that's what's great about NHL. I mean, that's well the other the other wrinkle there too is that the teams that lose in the first round go into a lottery for the number one pick in the draft. So you can win and go into the playoffs and go try and win your Stanley Cup, or you can lose and try and get the number one pick. That's great. Oh, what a, what a great scenario. I mean, yeah, I, I'm definitely more excited about the uh, NHL playoffs than NBA playoffs if I had to pick, pick one. So, um, all right, guys, well, we could talk a little bit about Major League Baseball. So we're going to have a season. I think it's going to be 60 games. Um, there's going to be kind of an interesting division, new divisions, right? So they're going to be in their – players are going to be in their – our teams are going to be in their own division, their current division. But they've adjusted the schedule. So any team that they play outside of their division is basically the opposing conference, opposing league, right? So if you're in the NL West, you're playing any games that are not NL West games, you're going to be playing AL West games. Um, so that's that's kind of interesting. So what, what do you guys think about that? I mean, it kind of makes sense regionally to keep the teams from flying too far away. Um, but do you, do you guys think that benefits one team or another? What do you guys What do you guys think? We'll start with you, Rob. Uh, I don't know who it benefits more. I mean, I think everyone's kind of in the same boat. Uh, Brian and I will we'll go back and forth with the Mets and Yankees a few times this year. I think it's going to be it's going to be fun and exciting. It's going to be different because baseball, as we know, is a very long season, 162 games. And 
you know, 60 games is not a lot. Like, when do you find your groove? Um, I guess, you know, what were the Nats? The Nats wouldn't not even have even been close to the playoffs this time last year after 60 games, and they ended up winning it. So it's going to be interesting to see how they do. Um, but I think, you know, teams that stay healthy, that have players, may do better. Because if you get a guy with a hamstring injury and he's out, you know, a month, that, that could really, you know, hurt a team a lot if their superstar is out for a month. Whereas if he's out for a month in June, he still has the rest of the rest of the summer to kind of come back and make that team up. So now, you know, injuries are going to play a bigger role in this right now. And, you know, I, I think a lot of GMs and owners are not going to sacrifice, you know, if Mike Trout has a, a, an oblique injury or a hamstring injury, they're not going to push him to come back. You know, they're going to save him. They have a 12-year investment in that guy. So we're going to see what happens with with injuries. Uh, I think it'll be fun. It's going to be interesting. I think it helps the teams being on the East Coast. There's not going to be as much travel. So there's not going to be as much uh, no dog days of summer of baseball anymore. But uh, it, it'll make things interesting. I think the East, playing the East, is going to it's going to really separate the men from the boys. You know, I mean, there's a lot of good teams in both the East, uh, both sides. So we'll see how that, that plays out. Yeah. Pitching matchups. That might be more fun for a lot of people that are stuck at home too, with, with the rivalries with friends, right? Because you kind of have your local, everybody on the East coast is, you know, fighting everybody on the East coast, as opposed to like during the season, Oh, they're going to go out West. They're going to go in, you know, the middle of the middle of the country, things like that. So, um, some good points there. Brian, Brian, what do you think? Um, I think it's going to be weird. I mean, you've you, you got some teams that are going to have a clear advantage uh, because of who they're playing. You know, So the, I think the playoff picture is going to be very different than what we, we normally see. Um, you, know, you, you look at the, the AL and the NL, the, you know, their divisions. Um, NL West, typically, you know, Two teams out of there, so not not the the strongest of divisions. You know, you got the Dodgers. Um, I think the Padres are going to play very well. Um, and then obviously in AL, you got Houston, right? I think Houston is a Central? AL West. Is it, are they are they Central or West? I got to look that up. Not, I can't remember now. I feel like they were Central, but maybe they moved West. Yeah. Uh, then you got you got Anaheim, Seattle. You know the those kind of teams. I think it's it's going to create a very uh, very different uh, landscape, you know, for for playoffs uh, this year than we're normally used to. Uh, so look out for for up and coming teams to get hot. You know, they, like we were talking about NHL. You know, you want a hot goalie. I think uh, these younger teams that were trying to make their make a name or, or you know uh, prospects that are trying to get out there, um, they're gonna they're gonna come out hot. And those first sixty games can make a real, real big difference. Uh, like you said, Rob, because they don't have a long season to come back from. So, you know, if they're hot out of the gate and they win fifteen games, you know, if you say you win, if you know, you're fifteen and nine or something like that to start. Like, not so bad. Or fifteen and five. Or fifteen, I mean, 15, you could be 15 and five. And five. You, know, you, you don't know if those guys are fifteen and five at that rate. They're right there, and now they're in a, the, the thick of things about halfway through or a third of the way through, and it's like ten games above things happen quickly. Forty to go is a lot. But then yeah. on the, on the contrast, you have the AL. So you got AL East, NL East, which I think is the strongest. You got Philly, Washington, Mets, uh, Atlanta, Yankees, Boston, Toronto. 
you know, you, you got to get a lot of good. And the Rays were playoff team last year. Oh, right, Tampa. Tampa, exactly. So, you know, and that's going to make it a very difficult, and I think you're going to you're going to see a dogfight, you know, out of that. And I don't think Boston's going to be that be that uh, strong, you know, as as they once were. They lost a lot, um, but uh, between the Yankees, the Braves, the Phillies, the Nats, the Mets, like it's going to be it's going to be fun to watch. Tampa, Tampa is going to be good. Um, yeah, and I think the, it'll the be teams interesting. in the East, the teams in the East, I think, are built for the short season because they got more superstars. I mean, you got teams like, like look at the West last year. The Dodgers come out. Arizona was a surprise last year. We'll see how they do. Um, like you said the Padres should should do well. They had a really poor season last year. Um, the Central last year, the Brewers got hot at the end. They were irrelevant at the All Star break, right? They were worse than the Mets, and they came back. So a team like the Brewers, if they don't get hot, they're not making a playoff. So I think. In terms of short season, I think it really benefits the East with the Braves, Nats, Mets, and Phillies because you can see two of those teams coming out of that like they did last year again. And again, you can look at the AL. I mean, the Twins were good. They were shocking last year. Indians had – they won 93 games, so we'll see how they come out. No one else there in the Central scares me, but the West, Houston Astros, we'll see how they play again without trash cans. See, White Sox, um, White Sox are going to be pretty good this year. They should, they should do better. But, so we're going to see play, what teams play. Like, whoever gets hot. Yeah, right. we're playing interdivision. Anything and think can happen. about this. Think about this. Now you go into playoffs, right? Now you haven't seen anybody else. You haven't played against anybody else. So now you start getting the playoffs. So now you're the Mets or Yankees, right? And you're playing against Minnesota. And you haven't seen them once this season. Yeah. I, mean, of course, I think that'll be fun. Because you're, you're going to look but at scouting reports and look at video, but it's not the same as Man. seeing them live. Yeah, you're not going to see them. You're not going to play in their ballparks. Think about this. You're used to just playing in their ballparks a little bit, right? Knowing the tendencies, the dimensions, the outfield. Now is the first time you've played in there in what? You know, over almost a year. So now you get guys making errors in the outfield because, you know, it's a little bit shorter or a little bit deeper. You know, I think there's going to be a lot of strategy come playoff time. Field, so that's going to be making it exciting. advantage is gone. And it's, it's one thing, too, when you're, when you're on an NL team and you go to the World Series, right? Now you're playing in an AL park. You really don't play in many AL parks during the regular season, right? But what you're saying is, like, the division. You're not outside of your division. You're not going to be an, So if you're an NL team, right, and you're in the NL, let's say you're in the NL East, right, and you go to play the Dodgers, you have not set foot in that stadium, like you're saying, Rob, the entire season where normally if you're in the NL, you're going to be at Dodger Stadium probably once or twice for one or two series. You're not going to have that. So it's not like you're just going into the World Series where, oh, we got to learn the dimensions. You're doing that at every stage of the playoffs. That's crazy. I didn't really think about that, Rob. So that's a, that's a good point. Um, and we haven't brought up the DH either. Yeah, the, the, DH, the DH the whole time. I mean, that's going, to change, that's going to change a lot of things. I mean, you know, the NL has not been used to having a DH. I mean, just looking at you know, I mean, just using the Mets because I'm a hometown guy, right? You know, having Cespedes not playing the outfield, keeping his leg that fine, and just having him hit there in a four or five hole, dude, that changes the dimension of the Mets totally. Not being, not having to Listen play to him. Rob coming to the dark side. He's always crapping on the DH. Listen, Here he is I'm talking about how fantastic it's going to be to have Cespedes. I'll, I'll announce DH. it right now. If the, Mets win the world, if the Mets win the World Series, I will change my tune and be in favor of the DH. Yeah. If You've the already Mets changed win the World tune. Series. I just heard it. I just heard you change it. There you go. <laughs> we got, no way. We got it on Melodic. here. Um, so what do you guys think? So I have my theories. I've heard a few of them. But what do you guys think? If, if a team wins the World Series this year, do you feel like, let's just say it's um, – I don't want to say the Diamondbacks, right? Let's just say like the Rockies, right? They've never won a World Series. The Rockies win the World Series. Is it a legit World Series or is it always going to have some kind of asterisk next to it, like the COVID World Series? What do you What do you guys think? 
it'll be all right. Uh, I think they'll they'll call it a world. Series. I mean, look at uh, what the NHL '95, especially the Devils won the cup. They won their first cup. Like Devils, they were they're okay. Obviously '94, they took the Rangers, uh, you know, to seven games in the conference final. But um, you know, to to come back and win a fifty games uh, or forty game season or whatever it was, but it was a shortened season, and um, they ended up winning. So I mean, I feel like it's going to be the same way. You know, yes, it, it'll always be. Oh, well, it was a shortened season, but you still played a regular season, no matter how many games. You still played the playoffs, and you still won. Like you're still playing the games. So, you know, yeah, yes, I get that. It's a little different, but legitimacy is still there. Rob, what about you? What do you I, think? I I agree for two reasons. One, I totally forgot the NHL only played 40 games in 1995. That brought until Brian just reminded me. So. Like I, you know, this is going to happen 10 years from now. No one's going to remember how, how many games they played or what happened. And two, like you said, everyone's in the same boat. You, you know, the Braves aren't going to disrespect the Rockies if they win. You, if the Braves lose to the Rockies, they lost. That's it. It's head to head. This, everyone's on the same boat. You, you don't disrespect the Rockies for winning. They, you know, you punch someone in the face and they punch you harder back and you fall down. That's there. They, they, they got the win. You know what I mean? Um, yes, of course, everyone's going to look at it like, well, if we had a longer season, yada, yada, yada. I think all the baseball players understand they're all in the same boat and will respect the team that wins. And I hope the fans do as well. Um, and I hope you guys understand and appreciate that the Mets will win. And Here we you know, go. 32 years later, 34 years later. So I hope you guys understand and don't try to underestimate or diminish the Mets World Series this year. Oh, because, because you had Cespedes as a DH it improved your lineup, but normally you wouldn't have had a DH. So maybe it was a little tainted. Maybe it's a, maybe it is. Yeah, you're talking We're about NL team. Brian. We're all in the same boat. So my, my thinking is I've heard this from a few people. Brian, Brian will probably love this. So I've heard that if any team wins the world series, it's legitimate, except if it's the Yankees, <laughs> right? Course. They'll have, they'll hey, have the know, asterisk next to you. Know, when, you when you're the greatest, you have to live with that. I thought that was funny. So that was, I don't know if that was people that just hated the Yankees or it was just more of, the Yankees have so many championships that we'll, we'll give an Brian, asterisk on that one. Brian, I, but, one for your boy, uh, Rotoware, your yeah. friend. Uh, I got a great T-shirt design for him. If the Yankees win it, 27 and a half rings with an asterisk. I think that would be hysterical. <laughs> Come on. Not funny That'd be a joke. 27 and a half championships? Come on. That would be good. 28? Uh, I don't know. I thought it would be a funny one to throw out there. Well, if he's listening, Roto World, I forgot his name, but you probably know it, Brian, the guy that Runs we'll oh, yeah. make some cool t-shirts, funny t-shirts. We gotta get we gotta get Kenny on here. Yeah, we'll get we'll get Kenny on go. here. He'll sponsor our little podcast here. Um, anyway, Roto-Ware. so we'll, 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 you all gotta wear your your Rotoware shirts, and uh, and then we'll film it. I like it. There you go. All right, guys, we're gonna kind of wrap this up here. So uh, we'll give you guys kind of a minute. Talk about whatever you want to do. Talk about whatever exciting thing you're doing in the quarantine right now. So Brian, we'll start with you. You have the first last minute. Uh, yeah, so the most exciting thing that's happened, I think, uh, recently is I think Nate actually gained about three miles per hour on his swing when we last time we played golf. It was fantastic. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I don't know if he had a, a larger cup of coffee, but the ball went like 20 yards longer than it normally did. So uh, Nate's fired up. It's good to see. And uh, can't wait to get back out there with these guys. All right. Rob, what do you got? Like I like what Brian said, but what, what do you got? You get, hopefully, you'll say something even better. 
<laughs> well, I don't know if I was making any better. I, mean, I was going in a different direction. I was staying on sports. Um, but yeah, Nate's swing has been it's been crushing it. You don't have to need it. You don't need a sundial to clock it anymore. I will say that. Um, but uh, no, it's been fun. We've been playing a lot of golf, hitting the ranges, and it's the most golf I've played because there's nothing else to do. So um, you know, got uh, I'm getting older. Got another birthday coming up next week, and my body's starting to deteriorate. So we got to get out there more before my body completely shuts down. But uh, golf has been fun, and I'm looking forward to watching more more PGA as well. Yeah, it's exciting. So uh, luckily, we've been playing a lot of golf. It's great. It's basically the only sport we've been able to play right now. And then uh, softball just started up. So we'll see what happens to my swing now that I'm playing softball and golf because usually that's not a great combination. But uh, it's been a lot of fun playing. Uh, you know, obviously, we've been good with social distancing and things like that. But it is something you're outdoors it gets us out of the house um obviously guys don't need an excuse to play golf but this is a great excuse it's just to get outdoors during this whole thing so anyway i hope everybody's staying safe uh for brian rob and myself have a great day evening and afternoon 